listening to the My Pet Podcast, the show for pet lovers of Australia and around the world. Proudly brought to you by Australia's trusted online pet supply store, Vet and Pet Direct. Hi, thanks for tuning in to the My Pet Podcast. I'm Aria and I'm here with our resident vet, Dr. Glenn. Hello. So before we get started, um, this is just general advice um, that may or may not be applicable to you and your cat. For information specific to your cat, have a chat to your vet. Sounds good. So today we're going to talk about tick prevention in cats. Something a little bit new and there's not, it wasn't a whole lot of options out there a while ago. No, 20 years ago it was give your cat a tablet every day. Yeah, wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure or, the cats love or, or bath them every day. Wow. Hooray. Yeah. 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 No. Um, so now there are some options that um, are way more pleasant Absolutely. for cats and owners. Yep. Um, so we're just going to run through what the options are and why you need them. Yep. So what are the types of ticks that cats can get and why Why do we need to worry about them? Why are they dangerous? Pretty much the only tick you need to worry about for your cat is the paralysis tick um, mm-hmm. in Australia. Um, so paralysis ticks um, mostly in this case – East coast of Australia problem, but mm-hmm. um, if you have got a cat that goes outside, um, pretty much anywhere in eastern Queensland, um, so eastern Australia, paralysis ticks are a potential issue. Yeah. Um, and um, you do not want to get a paralysis stick on your cat that isn't killed by something and because it will kill your cat. Yeah. Mm. It's so nasty and it's really, it's, you know, the treatment for it, it's, it's a lot to put them through and it's very expensive. Yeah. Prevention is far easier and safer than cure. And cheaper. Yep, and cheaper. Um, the cost of prevention for the cat's lifetime is probably cheaper than one lot of treatment. Correct. And it's just depending on the severity. Yep. Um, so it's definitely something worth doing um, if your cat goes outside. Pretty much. A lot of cats are indoor only. Yep. Which is great. Look, in, in indoor only, pretty hard to justify using long-term tick control. I mean, if you've got um, dogs that come in and out of the house and the cat stays in the house, um, to me that's a potential risk factor. Um, if the dogs are on good long-term tick control medication, I mean, it would be very unlikely that they'll mechanically transfer a tick inside. I mean, it's still a possibility. Um, but, yeah, an inside cat um, would be very, very low likelihood of um, getting a paralysis tick because they come from – the bandicoot, which is the native um, host of the paralysis tick. Um, yes. So anywhere you've got long grass and scrubby stuff, that's where um, paralysis ticks will live and, and your cat can protect, potentially pick them up off the lawn or brushing past plants or occasionally catching a bandicoot and eating it. I've seen that before. It's really <laughs> bad because the oh. bloody cat had like 50 ticks on it. Oh, no. Um, so that's, that's really bad. Um, but, yeah, anywhere you've got um, long grass and scrubby stuff in eastern Queensland and Australia, potentially a problem for paralysis ticks. Yeah. Yep. So there are a few products now that um, are great for tick prevention. Yep, absolutely. Um, so let's have a look at them and, and see what they do and how they work. Yep. Um, so first is Brevecto and Brevecto Plus. Yep. Um, so how do they work? So top spot systemic medication. So you apply it up on the back of the neck below the ears, um, high enough up on the neck that the cat can't turn around and lick Mm. the medication off basically. Um, and it's absorbed within the system and for, um, the duration of action of the medication, um, which is three months, the, 
um, ticks um, get a blood meal, get the insecticide in the blood meal and um, feel sick and drop off within 24 hours basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, with paralysis ticks you've got, um, they've got to be there for at least a couple of days, up to five days to inject enough toxin to cause problems 99.5% of the time. Okay. Um, so it's a very effective medication at killing the tick fast enough that the tick doesn't cause paralysis problems. So it doesn't yeah. stop the tick from getting on, um, but kills it fast enough that it that it doesn't cause any issues. Yeah. Yep. And I guess one of the benefits with those two products is that they cover a lot of other things as well. Correct. So it's, it's an easy way to sort of work it into your parasite prevention routine. Yep. Um, there's also the frontline spray. Yep. So how does that one work? So it's a uh, non-systemic medication, so it – binds to the fat layer, the lipid layer um, on the outside of the pet um, and you have to spray them all over. Oh, they're going to love that. Measured amount, distributed evenly and it goes into the instructions on the bottle and how to divide up your cat into five areas, the head and the neck and the left side and the right side and the top and the bottom um, and apply the amount and rub it into the coat. It, it works well. Yeah, it's not my first choice for obvious reasons. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, a a top spot um, every couple of months or a top spot once a month um, is, is a lot easier. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and <laughs> and equally as effective. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. Um, and then there's the rinses. So the Fido's free at rinse. Yes. So um, cats are a bit weird in the animal world, as in they're quite sensitive to. Um, some medications and insecticides that other um, dogs and horses and stuff aren't Ooh. sensitive to. So um, synthetic pyrethrins in general, and we'll talk about that later, um, synthetic pyrethrins in general um, are severely toxic to cats, um, and that's the main reason that we don't recommend using across the board any dog products. Just, oh, I've got a dog tick medication or flea medication here, I'll put it on my cat because there's been many, many cats that have been poisoned by that because mm. synthetic pyrethrin um, is absorbed and it causes neurological problems and seizures and all sorts of things. So unless the product label says you can use it on your cat, don't use it on your cat. Correct. The synthetic pyrethrins, so yep. with the phyto, how does it work? So phyto's pyrethrins is a natural pyrethrin, so uh, derived from the geraniums. Um, geraniums? It, geraniums um, is where the pyrethrins, well, a geranium species, um, which is where the pyrethrins come from, so as opposed to a synthetically, chemically derived pyrethrin, but the natural pyrethrins are very safe for cats. So um, you can rinse them, um, and it's a rinse as in it's not a shampoo, so you put it on them and you've got to wet them down and you leave it on there, you don't wash it back off again, and it lasts for three days residual effect so it kills any ticks that are on there and mm-hmm. kills fleas as well um, but it gives you three days residual effect again who wants to really soak their cat every three days yeah. um, with the medication um, to prevent ticks when you've got other far better far easier um, prevention methods i mean we used to use it all the time for um, and it still gets used a lot in hydro baths um, yes. for um, flea and tick rinses and, and we used to bath cats um, with that um, when they came in for tick paralysis to make sure you've killed everything that's on the pet. Um, and we still do that sometimes because it's a way of knowing what's going on, but yeah. usually at that stage the cat's sedated as part of its treatment yes. regime for tick paralysis. Um, so, yeah, there's not many cats like getting wet every three days. No. Yep. No. Um, and that's that's fair enough. Correct. And, and, you know, the cat's probably saying there's much easier ways you could do this. Yep. Just give me a top spot once yeah, a month or once every three months. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> um, 
And then there's um, the Seresto Collar, yep. which is now got registration for ticks. Correct. Okay. Um, so really long acting, like eight months for flea and tick control in cats. Um, so it, it's a very good option um, with the normal caveats that collars have got. Mm. Um, it's actually a pyrethrin. Um, synthetic pyrethrins in the collar. Um, it is got some lysosomal technology there that actually um, means that the medication isn't absorbed systemically into the body of the cat. Okay. So it stays in the little lipid, the fat layer on the outside. So it has the um, both uh, tick insecticidal effect and tick repellent effect um, okay. from the outside without causing any um, systemic toxicity issues for the cat. So it's a good option. Um Collars in cats in general I'm not a huge fan of because um, in practice you'd see quite a few cats that get um, legs caught through collars and you can have little breakaway points on the collars if the cat scratches at the collar and gets a leg caught um, through it, 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 the collar breaks away and doesn't trap the leg yes. of the cat. so you don't um, end up with the leg with up With the leg here. through thing and, and skin problems and collars cutting through yeah. muscle and all sorts of stuff. It's not um, nice. But that also means that you lose the collar. Um, yes. So if your cat loses its eight-month collar on the third day, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's an option. Again, um, the top spots really make a lot of sense for cats because they're, they're done. Um, there's no worry about is the collar still in place, is it collar causing skin irritation issues, which is very unlikely, but you know, anything that we put on can occasionally have um, adverse effects and the top spots, you know, the odd cat can have a skin reaction from any of the top spots we use. Um just there's individual variation there, but mm-hmm. I mean it's a very low likelihood. Yeah. Um, but for me, the collars, okay, it's a good option. Um, in some circumstances, economically, it usually works out a little bit cheaper than some of the top spots. But um, a the collar's got to stay there, yeah. um, and b the collar's got to not cause any trouble. So you, you've got to weigh that up. Yeah, yeah, I mean that might be a good option for someone with a really spoiled kitty with a nice little catio kingdom where they're you know able to keep an eye on them. <laughs> Potentially, yeah. I mean, I, I don't like to make decisions for people as to, no. you know, and depends on individual circumstances and preferences and that sort of thing. But it's an option, but just be aware of the potential um, drawbacks of, of that as an option. Yes. Um, because if, yeah, a fair few cats get rid of their collars. Yes. Um, and if, if it's gone, it's gone. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also Revolution Plus. Yep. So it's a, a, another monthly top spot. Um, so it does a wide range of, of um, internal and external parasites, basically, but the, the Revolution Plane doesn't do paralysis ticks, yeah. um, but the Revolution Plus does tick control. Yeah. Um, so monthly top spot, and it does flea control and intestinal worms and heartworm prevention and a few mites and other bits and pieces. Um, but it, it's another good um, topical once-a-month medication that, that is very good. Um, prevention for paralysis sticks. Yeah, and yeah. lots of other things as well. And lots of other things. As so well. yeah, it's um yeah it's another good one that um makes life easier and makes it easy to sort of slot that tick prevention into your to your routine. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So um, is it only if cats are sort of around bushland or a suburban cats? Need to worry about paralysis ticks as well. Uh, look, I mean, certainly if you're in a paralysis tick area, as in the your shire or town that you live in has got paralysis ticks and your cat goes outside, I'd, I'd recommend they should be on um, paralysis tick prevention because if your cat's you know, going through bushland or you live on acreage, you've got an increased risk of paralysis tick problems. Mm-hmm. But if your cat realistically goes outside your house, unless you've got a cat-proof 
fence, your cat is probably going to leave your, leave your yard as much as you consider that it probably doesn't. Yeah. Um, and, you know, does it go 200 metres down the road around the corner um, to the bushland down the back and increase its risk of problems? Um, but if you've got a suburban block, unless you've got a rat-proof fence, the bandicoot from down the road around the corner could come in at 2 o'clock in the morning and dig up your lawn grubs and, and um, get its little load of paralysis ticks um, jettisoned off and, and then your cat gets one and you've got troubles. Yeah. So pretty much outside cat in an area where there's paralysis ticks would recommend long-term tick control yeah. all, all year round. All year round, yeah. I was just going to yeah. say there's a bit a bit of it like a common misconception that um, we only need to use prevention during the tick seasons. Yeah, and the tick season. Um, there quote, is, unquote. <laughs> quote, unquote. There is a increased risk of um, paralysis ticks and it depends on the area a little bit, but in my practice it's um, spring, early summer is the peak season mm -hmm. um, where I see a lot more tick paralysis problems. But when you get a tick that's off-season, yes, it's less common, but they still happen all year round. Yeah. Um, the you know, emergency centres literally see um, tick paralysis cases at any time of the year. They might see 15 a day in peak tick season and only one every second day in off-season. But if it's your cat that gets one off-season and you stop prevention because it was off-season, yeah, I wouldn't recommend that. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just a, a, a misunderstanding about what the, that seasonality actually means. Yeah, it just means there's increased risk, but it doesn't mean there's no risk in the not tick season because yeah. there's ticks all year around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and um, I guess lastly um, – some people have concerns about safety of using these products. Yep. Um, look, safety in cats is very, very high yeah. um, for the appropriate medication used appropriately and registered for that cat. Um, we went through the toxicity problems with some of the synthetic pyrethrin dog products on cats, definitely diabolical and horrible. Um, the Both the top spot and um, the medications that are registered through the collars and the baths are very safe effectively mm -hmm. we don't see um any like seizure troubles or anything in cats um as a rule um the main adverse effect is from the top sort medications you know the, the odd cat can get a reaction at the skin site and and if you had a cat that got a dermatitis at the application site yeah. um, of the medication the first time you use it okay maybe that cat is sensitive to that um to that top spot and that can happen occasionally like I might see a couple a year um, that, that have got a, you know, a red raised um, bit of skin or an, or an oozy dermatitis at um, the same site as where it was applica yeah, applied. Okay. Um, and, you know, it probably makes sense not to use that medication again. Yeah. Um, you know, was it coincidence? Who knows? Um, but very, very low risk of adverse side effects. I mean, the main thing is just apply it as per um, the recommendations on the um, leaflet yes. within the box, um, mostly for the top spots, that's applied high enough up the neck, yeah. um, not between the shoulder blades, not down the back or, or anywhere else. Put it where it's supposed to be up behind the back of the neck where the cat can't turn around and lick it. Yeah. Um, and it's very unlikely because they're systemic medications, your cat's not going to get like a toxicity or poisoned from the medication. Cats, when they come in contact with something with their mouth that tastes like crap, they just drool and salivate yeah. and, and they don't like the taste of it and it can be quite spectacular and there's foam and saliva everywhere. Um, but that's just because they don't like the taste of it rather than it poisoning them. Um, but you still don't want it to happen. No, yeah. no. Is there anything else you want to touch on? Um, not really. I mean, application-wise, I always just tell people just to be – because most of the top spots, like, they're fairly low volume. Yeah. Um, cats, I'm not going to – 
say necessarily like having them applied to them. Um, and if you go squirt and just put it on all at once, um, if the cat shakes or scampers off at the same time, you've probably lost half of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I usually say um, just have someone patting them and, and confining them a little bit um, and part the hair as per instructions and just put it on a little bit at a time yeah. um, at the application site. That's the main thing. I mean, look, overall, if you're in a paralysis area, it's far better to have your cat on paralysis stick mm. prevention. Um, I I often like to um, use some treats as well. Yeah, absolutely. To make a positive association. I think that's underutilised in cats. Yeah. I mean, they're not as trainable. They probably are just probably. We probably just train them less. I mean, it's like <laughs> I have a very food motivated cat, yeah. So it's really easy because absolutely. I mean, she hates she hates having stuff like that. But yeah. if I've got those treats out, then she's like, mm, okay, I'll tolerate it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm a cat. I'll tolerate it. Whereas you know, before that, she would hear the box and just run. Oh, absolutely. She knows that. It's they know out. that little clicking noise that's of right. either the packet opening or the little some little, little twist stop or something, and yeah. you'll go click, and they'll go. Oh. Because yeah. it is volatile, and sometimes they'll squint and, um, like, not be not horrible about it, but but sometimes it just like they'll squint and they can uh, they're quite sensitive to vapors and that sort of thing. Yeah, and, and they usually got a, like an acetone carrier to them that um, yeah. that is a bit volatile. Um, but it's 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 either once a month, or once every three months. So it's not very often. Yeah, it's better than a tablet every day. Definitely, <laughs> and it's better than a paralysis tick. Absolutely. Oh, that's just awful. It's awful. Yeah. It's awful. I hope that. Soon we live in a world where that's a very rare thing that happens yep. because of these wonderful medications yep. and scientific advancements. Absolutely, geraniums. Yep. That's amazing. <laughs> there's just a, I now I just know that there's someone out there farming flowers for. Yep. That's where they come from. Pro- yeah, wow. Yep. Well, thanks so much for listening and watching. Uh, I hope this has helped uh, understand and get to know a little bit about what your options are for tick prevention for your kitty cats. Um, And, yeah, big cats to your cats and everybody stay safe. Thanks, guys. Thanks. See ya.